Well, 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 James. How's it going, Josh? What's going on, my friend? We oh, are. Man, what a week of Kutztown Athletics. What a weekend. PSAC champions. Your Kutztown Golden Bears. I think Jack said it perfectly on our broadcast. Do you hear the call of that? I listened back to it. I listened back to that actually a couple times. Uh, your PSAC champs, the Golden Bears. The Golden Bears are your PSAC champs. There was just a certain ring to it, and I loved it. I loved it. It was amazing. Like, did you ever look at like a a piece of like like a a song or like a piece of literature, and you're like, this is beautiful. I guess Josh, more music I, than anything. I yeah, I would say more music for me than, than anything. But it, I mean, there are a couple people though. I guess so that like they read a book and they're like, "This is beautiful." That call right there, that was beautiful. But shout out to Jack Heim. Jack Heim, he's the man. But we forgot to even say what we're listening to. If you don't know by now, you probably should. But that's quite all right. I'm more than willing to explain it. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, Kaylor Kutztown. I'm Josh Two, And I'm James Munster. And standing behind James Munster is the man himself who made the call. Jack Hahn. The 2023 PSAC champions are your Golden Bears. Your Golden Bears are the 2023 PSAC champions. Do you, look, do you listen back to the call of that one by any chance? I did. Um, it was beautiful. What Absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I, I I was just saying to uh, James, do you ever listen to like a song or like see a piece of literature and you're like, this is beautiful? I I, I like I genuinely think that was beautiful, and I don't say that about much. I really don't. But like that, that might be the one exception. It was beautiful. It was a fantastic weekend. The Golden Bears are your 2023 PSAC champions. 31-7. They took down Slippery Rock. Uh, we'll let these two fellows break that down for you. But what a great weekend it was. Kutztown's going to the NCAA tournament. They get Virginia Union this upcoming weekend. And I'll let these guys talk all things Absolutely. about the football. But uh, excited. What a year it's been for the regular season and into the PSC title game. But um, they're not done yet. Still more football to play. Absolutely. We might have to bring in when we talk about the uh, Super Region 1, um, our predictions for that bracket. Because I, I, I talked to you earlier about what they look like. Very, very controversial. Uh, definitely not common. I'll say that. J- and James, I, I just we were looking at them together, and I could tell yours are right on the same wavelength as mine. I can't wait to talk about them. But I mean, James, what a weekend, man! Absolutely. I mean, what a weekend. I, I, I'm getting goosebumps again. I mean, it was talk about the game of the the century for the Golden Bears. I mean, dare I say it almost was a miracle that they won i mean me and you spent all week uh previewing this game we even had an interview with the quarterback judd novak and he even admitted that this was not going to be a pushover as an opponent i mean everyone knew slippery rock was going to be a really hard opponent they were coming into this game number four ranked in the country but kutztown came into this one and played with heart and they just absolutely dominated them in every aspect of the game I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, like, how could you not be more proud of your Golden Bears after that type of game? I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, first of all, you're taking on the number four nationally ranked team. And Kutztown doesn't even rank, like... They're not even nationally ranked. I, I still can't believe that. I, I mean, even, after, even after this win, Josh, they're not in the top 25. I think they're right outside. Like, how can you even justify that? Like, like h- how? I mean, I'm not throwing, like... I don't even know what you would call that. What do the kids call that nowadays? 
I don't know, but I I, I don't know either. But disappointing. like it, it confusing because the NCAA did us a really big favor giving us that number three spot. I was thinking they might have given us number four, but they did an even bigger favor by giving The Rock number four. Could you believe they dropped three spots just after one loss? I mean, how frustrating must that be? But first of all, they get the easiest route to the championship game. We'll talk about that a little bit later. K- Kutztown has the easiest route? No, Slippery Rock, easily. I mean, well, you, well, we'll talk about this later, but of course Slippery Rock gets East Stroudsburg in the first round, and if they move on, they play the number one seed Tiffin, who is your favorite, I thought. So oh. we could talk oh. about that a little later. But I, I Spoiler alert, Slippery Rock goes home round one. That's oh. that is the most controversial statement of all time, and I'm going to talk more about that a little yeah. bit later. But J- James, let's just break this down real quick. I mean, I mean, first of all, what what a game for Kutztown. I mean, so not to mention too. I mean, defense got off to a strong start. Let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, Brayden Long comes out. He's having the season of his life. I mean, he threw for an insane number of yards. His running backs did a lot of the work. I mean, he forced a three and out to start. Three not to start. He, I mean, not th- even that. Not one. Not two. But three three and outs to start the game. Yeah, and l- let me just say, it. Andre Reed Stadium was rocking from the start of the game to the ending, and that that definitely made a factor. He, you could tell that whole Slippy Rock team was just shaken up. I, I, I even said to Jack, I said before we went on air, I said, Slippy Rock has not played in the place like Andre Reed yet this season. And they're no. going to find out how tough it really is pretty quickly. And, and they sure did. Yeah, we talked about this with Judd Novak on our interview. And he, all the Kutztown players know that we have probably one of the best home field advantages advantages in the entire PSAC. He, Judd posted on Instagram, packed the Reed, and we sure did that. And it was rocking. I think everyone was listening to Judd. He wanted the place packed. He got it, and he did not disappoint whatsoever. We'll talk about his performance. I mean, unbelievable numbers on all sides of the ball. James, I'm already fired up. I, I hate to even like take a break, but quick announcement from the KUR Notebook. Want to join a fun campus club? Join KUR Fun Events, Great Friends, and an opportunity to play your favorite tunes. It'll wait. Email KUR at kutstand.edu. That's KUR at kutstand.edu. For more information, this message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. James, what are we listening to? The Bears beat. Where? Kutztown University Radio. What's our names? James Munster. And I'm Josh, too. I mean, so we, we talked about how you force three early three and outs. I mean, you get Brady Long on his toes early, and he doesn't really know what to do because he's never been in this situation that he struggled not to mention, too, I don't know if you know this, James, but I, I did confirm this. Slipper Rock at any point at all during this season has never been behind. Never. Wow. Not I did one. not know that, Josh. Not once have they been behind. Not once. And So Braden Long, not to mention, he was put in a situation where he, he, he was never used to this season being behind. And, I mean, let's talk about that first drive real quick. I mean, Kutztown, I mean, they're just basically pushing the ball downfield to start yeah. and I mean Slipper Rock's defense has no answer they they pretty much can't do anything until I mean you get stood up at at throw one I mean yeah let's talk about that Josh Kutztown has an amazing opening drive they get it down to their own one yard line and they they had multiple chances just push it in there they gave it to Daryl Davis McNeil a couple times I think they even try to tush push with Judd Novak nothing was going and we turn it over on our own one yard line and we thought all momentum was going towards Kutztown, and we were like, this is our chance to go up against Slippery Rock. 
because we didn't see the future of how the rest of this game would go. We were like, this is our chance to really push it on them. And we failed to convert. And then Slippery Rock, once again, had a three and out. And this is when we really figured out there's a chance, you know. And not to mention, too, I mean, so you you stand close down up at the one. I mean, that's a statement in itself. All the momentum is on Slippery Rock. And then your defense, I mean, they've been doing pretty much works of God all season. They've been pretty much missionaries in what they do. I mean, not to mention, you you basically give up 14 points per game. And you don't like the stats type of person I am. I got facts all over these papers. Overall defense, first in the conference, 10th in the nation in giving up points. First in the conference, 10th in the nation, yards per game. Well, wow. I'm defense, 10th in the nation. Going up against the third in the nation in yards given up per game and scoring fifth in the nation. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You know what they say, Josh. Defense wins championships. You know, everyone reminded me when we got off air that I forgot to say that. And, like, I, I, I feel so bad because I, 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 like, I genuinely did forget to say defense wins championships on the day that it meant the most. So if I could go back in time, um, th that would definitely be one of the things I would accomplish. I mean, defense wins championships, first of all. I mean, you limit the best offense in the PSCC, and that is, that's a proven fact. 46 points per game, and we held them to seven. In gar those points came in garbage time, Josh. I mean, they were held to zero points the whole game. Pretty much. I mean, it was one like your third string was in. I mean, not, not to mention, too, I mean, they're, they're still giving up they still average 40 points per game. So it went down by six. Didn't go down by too much. I mean... That just shows how dominant they've been. I, I mean, and I think the main point that I'm trying to press is don't let this one game show how bad or good a f football team is. Because, I mean, Slippery Rock, don't get me wrong. They're a good football team. They they're are a, they're a great a, football they're team. They're a good program. Absolutely. No doubt about it. But what I'm saying is it, it doesn't look good when you go to the championship game now two out of your last two of your last appearances and you lose to the same team that doesn't look good but don't get me wrong your slipper rock is still an amazing football program i mean not to mention too i mean it's a team that gives up 40 points per game i mean that's not a, a feat done by many i mean i'll try to get the stats up here as quickly as i can to try to see where they're at but i mean i can guarantee they're still in the top spot. Yeah, I mean, scoring 40 points a game. There's they probably either have the top spot or very few teams in the whole country are averaging that type of margin, but 10th. They're they're uh 10th. Wow. They, 9 teams are ahead of them in points per game. And and I I want to correct myself. They're 42 and a half. So 42 and a half. So that only went down by 3 3 and a half a point. I mean, I mean, Ferris State is at 9 with 42.8. Delta State Tiffin that number 1 region, that number mm -hmm. 1 seed. 44.5 points per game, so if uh, Slippery Rock does move on um, against East Stroudsburg, um, that's going to be a show full of fireworks. I mean, that's going to be an unbelievable game, um, but sure. we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I mean, let's just dive into some statistics here. I mean, so let's start on the flip side with Braden Long. I mean, so he comes into the day having two interceptions. He threw two all season long. I mean, can you ask for a better stat than that? You threw two interceptions all season long. Considering on the flip side that um, Judd and Donnie combined through nine. 
I mean, you you, you generally yeah. can't ask for a much better stat than that. I mean, you threw two interceptions all season long. He he he's basically one of the main reasons that they've been so good is. Um, Novak on the season through seven so far. So I mean, it, it's it's a high number, but it's actually not that bad. That's actually pretty good, right? Right around where you want it to be. I would say if he went a little bit higher, not as good. But I mean, he threw two interceptions coming into the day. Could stand defense forced three. Yeah, that's. I that mean, was, that was the tale of the game. I mean, I mean, half of his interceptions he threw in that championship game basically yeah you basically summed up right there Braden long two interceptions on the season Kutztown forced three and on three on him in one game and what really was great is that Kutztown had zero turnovers and we know coming in this game they basically had to have a flawless game to beat the slippery rock team no turnovers to give slippery rock and Braden long that short field to, to scoring position and they did just that and Judd Novak had the game of his life absolutely and I mean Let's just continue here. I mean, so Khalid Dorsey, I mean, he was another one of those players that was having the season of his life. On the day, 31 yards, when he was averaging like 100 coming in to a day. I mean, you limit, you only give him 30% of what he's normally used to. Chris Dior, 13 yards. Brain Long with four. I mean, it, it was unbelievable to say the least. Chris Dior, 34 um, yards receiving. His longest was 13. Uh, Kyle Kyle Sheets, I mean, he was one of their biggest receivers. We we were praising him all pregame show. Oh, he's going to have the game of his life. Kyle Sheets is going to step up. He's going to show good stuff how it's done. Is That that was number five, correct? I believe so. Yeah, he, he, had, he, he, he did was, not play well at all. He had so many drops. He was struggling. He three receptions, thirty-one yards. But then again, they were putting a lot of coverage on him. They they were putting him in triple coverage all day long, and they really didn't. Yep. And and, and there was no way Braden Long was gonna put the ball to him a couple of times. I mean, it, it, when all your coverage is downfield, specifically on that one man, you gotta rely on your other receivers, and that is something Braden Long has not has not done all year, to say the least. Yeah, and I think the biz- biggest example of this is when Braden Long. Um, didn't have anywhere to throw the ball, and he just chucked up a prayer to his best receiver in the end zone. And we know C.J. Brown oh my God. came down with the catch of his life, one-handed in the back of the end zone, ended up on Sports Center top ten. I mean, I mean, I, I was, talk about a defensive I play. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that as well a little bit later. I was I was getting ready for work that next morning. I was watching Sports Center, and I just saw I'm like, yeah, that deserved to be on there. I mean, it was a spectacular and, play. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but NFL teams are actually looking at C.J. Brown. But, but, he's top. He's, he was top hundred in the preseason poll. The only problem was he, you, he, he did. He was hurt a, a, a decent amount of the year, so um, there's not too much of of stats on him. But oh yeah, he 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 definitely has a shot at going to the NFL. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, let's just look at some team statistics here. First, Slipper Rock, sixteen first downs. Three rushing, 12 passing. I mean, the reason that number is so high is when they got the ball moving, they wouldn't stop. And, I mean, Kutztown would always get that fourth down and then they'd go for it and they would shut down. And, you know, you know me with uh, my um, stats. I mean, third down conversions converted 6 of 13. Yeah, we... Kutztown I mean, that, that's a, under half the time. Yeah, like you said... Slippery Rock, once they get rolling, they get rolling. And we were talking at halftime. I believe Kutztown was up. What was the halftime score? It was pretty It was pretty good. It was 17-0. Yeah, so we were, Kutztown feeling pretty good with the 17-0 lead against the fourth-ranked team in the country. And we were talking up in the booth at halftime saying, 
this game is not over yet because no. when Slippery Rock gets going, they get going and they move the ball we, quick. And we saw that too. I mean, like they would get a first down and they'd be running their next play. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even get a new play from their play callers. I mean, they they would just run like they would run the same exact yep. play. And I mean, it was so quick that it was. It was, it was quicker than you could almost snap your fingers. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, But but Kutztown came out in the second half. We knew they had to put another score up there to really seal this game and put Slippery Rock, like, just, th- like, put the game on ice. And Judd Novak with a beautiful throw into the back corner to Makai Gibson to really seal the deal. It, it, was, it was an unbelievable, and I, unbelievable game from Judd Novak. And we're going to talk about that on flip side of our break but coming up from our break we're going to talk about Jed Novak and the offensive performance some outtakes from the PSAC championship game looking ahead to Virginia Union versus Kutztown and why Slippery Rock will be going home round number one against East Strasburg you're listening to the Bears beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown versus KWR stay with us you're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown vs. K.R. Kutztown. I'm Josh, too. And I'm James Munster. And James, before we get back into football discussion, I want to talk about a different type of football. You know I'm a big Cowboys fan. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. That was a that was a great weekend for NFL football, if you ask me. The, the week mean, before that, I don't want to talk about that. It's in the past. Uh, but here at KUR, we do a fantasy football, and... I know this is off topic. I'm sorry. And I, football is football, Josh. Football is football is football. I, I love football. And everyone, you know, they always say, well, you got to do this for fantasy. You got to do this for that for fantasy. And I'm like, I don't know how to play fantasy football. I kind of, you know what, just hope for the best. This week, I finally learned how to play it. Yep. I absolutely dominated. I, so, Fantasy football is fun when you win. But when you lose, it's heartbreaking. It, it is 100% heartbreaking, and it is definitely on the players. It is 100% on the players. So, <laughs> when, when all these people are like, well, well, he's actually pretty good. No, he's not. He got me like five points. Like, no, he's not. 100% he is not. But I, that that made my weekend a little bit more brighter. Yeah, Besides speak- that uh, Penn State, Michigan. I don't even want to talk <laughs> about that. I don't even want to talk about I know, that. I know you're a big uh, Penn State fan, but. Yeah, thank God. Thank God Mike, uh, your chick is gone. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, um, I don't even want to talk about but that. But speaking of coaches, let's talk about Jim Clements, oh our Kutztown head coach, and how wow, how like I was on the field after this. Like, of course, we're talking about the PSAC championship, and I was blessed enough to be on the field in the middle of the celebration. And I heard um, someone say on the field near Jim Clements saying, "This is why we hired you because you changed the culture of Kutztown, and this is why we're winning championships." I mean, before Jim Clements, I mean. Kutztown wasn't the powerhouse of a football program no. as they are today. He has now won two PSAC championships in the past three years. I mean, this, he's, a, he's unbelievable. He's building a dynasty. Pretty, and, pretty much. And yeah. we mentioned Judd Novak. This is only his first year of football eligibility. There is a chance we can win two or three more in the next coming years. No doubt about it. I mean, it's set up for success. The only question or concern I have is you're graduating a lot of players on both sides of the ball. So, but I, I mean, I say that every year, but like they always figure out a way. But, so, yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm not even worried about that. But I mean, let's just look at the offense quick. I mean, Jed Novak pretty much had the day of his career: 14 of 23, 137 yards, two touchdowns. And the biggest thing, Josh, no interceptions, no sacks as well. 
he, he, there were a couple close calls, but somehow he, he always gets out of sacks. And I, I, like, it's almost spectacular to watch. Daryl Davis, I want to save his stat line for last. Game MVP, Josh. Oh, my God. He deserved it more than anyone. Uh, Judd Novak uh, rushing um, 80 yards, averaged uh, 5.7 a carry. Jane Stewart, 28. Uh, Jordan Davis with 21. Did leave the second half yep. due to an injury. Um, Is he out for the rest of the season? Um, I'm not sure. I hope not. Um, Jordan Davis is he's he's more of our uh, explosive running back. Oh he, yeah, he's he, quick. Daryl Davis McNeil, you give him the ball, he's gonna ground and pound his way through players. But Jordan Davis, he's one of those. He's your running back that can break off for the long runs and really a game changer. Yeah, that was so, that was really heartbreaking to see him on the sideline. I really hope he can come back. Oh, that would definitely be a loss. Um. Ravenel Jr. through the air, 33 yards on two receptions. Gibson, 32 yards on four. Sasbo, 29 yards on one reception. Did you see that catch? It was actually a pass interference. They had to decline it because he somehow caught that. I mean, Curtis uh, Ravenel, man, he is one of the best receivers in the PSAC for uh, sure. No doubt about it. Luke Sasbo, too. He's up and coming. Watch out for him in the next couple years. He's going to have, he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. McNeil. What McNeil Two receptions, 17 yards. Husser, two receptions, 16. And then it's just a bunch of other players pretty much coming out for maybe five, seven, two yards, a, a yard. Um, those were your big stars. But Daryl Davis, McNeil, James already mentioned them. Your PSAC MVP. Um, on the ground, 26 touches, 147 yards, lost a single yard for a net of 146. Two touchdowns. His longest, 28. I mean, that is pretty much recipe for success at its finest, James. Yep. We talk about Kutztown and the program that they built. They are built on amazing defense in that run game. And they that's what they went with this in, in this game. We talked about the dominating defensive performance they had against Slippy Rock and the amazing, and we're talking about now, the amazing running performance they had. And it was built behind Daryl Davis McNeil. They Once Kutztown got that big lead, they ran with the ball and they ran away with the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just as soon as they they got the ball, I mean, it it was just gone. I mean, it was I mean, it was just over. I yep. mean, you, there, there was no coming back. But yep. Uh, here's a stat for you. It was a Kutztown. They they knew this was going to be the game plan because it was a season high 50 rushing attempts for Kutztown and a season high 275 yards. So. Season high in both categories when it comes to rushing. And absolutely. And just uh, before we um, take one more quick outlook, our final thoughts on the game uh, so we can move ahead. I, I mean, uh, just Slipper Rock's defense was exhausted. You could tell up up at that halftime at the end of the game, that, third, that end of the third quarter and that fourth quarter, they were tired. You could tell just they were sluggish. You could just tell. I mean, I don't. It's not too easy to tell, but once you could tell, it, you could tell. I mean, yeah. it's it, they they look tired, um, no. and I mean it's just simply because, I mean, Kutztown, their defense was on the sideline most of the time. Our offense was pretty much dominating the yeah. game. When you're running the ball that well, those drives last long because you're not picking up first downs every play with a run. You're running one or two times, and then you're throwing a pass or another run for a first down. Like those are long drives that wear a defense out. And like we've been saying, they've been they were using the ground and pound game with Daryl Davis McNeil, and he is a 5'11", 200-pound back with pure muscle. And when he's running at you full speed, that that's going to leave some bruises and wear defense out for sure. Absolutely, James. Uh, uh, a final quick outlook 
on this game. I mean, job's not finished. You you, you handle business against Slippery Rock yeah. and just showed the whole country that this team means business. And it's um, not over. We know back in 2021 that Kutztown had that heartbreaking loss to Shepard, and this is their chance to redeem themselves on the chance to a national championship. Absolutely, James. You said it perfectly. Job's not finished. Quick 20-second break for traffic coming your way. No accidents in the Lehigh Valley on 22 or 78, Berks County on 222 or 422, Schuylkill County on 209 or 309, Carbon County on 248 or 443 or on the turnpike. For the latest traffic information, download the 69 News Traffic app or go to WFMZ.com. Well, James. Hello. Hello. It's me. Oh, God. That's, that's a good song. I haven't heard that one in a while on the radio. Um, but this is the Bears beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. KR Kutztown, I'm Josh, too. And I'm James Munster. James, I just want to read off a couple things to you. First of all, do you know, like, I, I always have, like, a statistic for everything. I, I, every I like st- statistics. Every too, statement I have, I have a stat to back it up. So, first of all, Kutztown has taken on a school called Virginia Union. They are your CIAA champs. Yep, uh, first Sack champs versus the CIAA champs. Their first championship in 22 years. Wow. 22 years. Good. F- absolutely. I mean, there I say, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sort of a little happy for them, but not too happy that I, I kind of hope Kutztown wins, you know, I, <laughs> I as I should. But um, I just want to read off a couple things to you. So um, their defense. In yards per game, they give up. Second in conference, third in nation, only allowing 220 and a half yards per game. Scoring, letting their opponents score. First in conference, fifth in nation, 11.64 points per game. Rushing, first in conference, first in the nation. They allow running backs from opposing teams 37 yards. Wow, and we were just talking about how good of a running attack this oh, Kutztown they are going to have their they are going to have their hands full. Um, I mean, third down conversions, they only allow their opponents to convert uh, 0.245% of the time. That's thir- that's best for third in the nation, first in conference. Um, red zone defense, first in the nation, first in the conference, uh, 0.429. Um, I mean, they're just, I mean, this the stats go on and on and on and on and on. I mean, I mean it, it, their, their resume is, is, very, is very solid. Yeah. I will say that. Um, I mean, I think they won the CIA championship by 11 points. But one thing I want to note as well, and th- this is going to be a, a good topic for discussion. Um, I know. So, t- do you mind me asking how much do you know about the CIA? And you and you could say not a lot. That's I, quite a right. I do not know a lot, but as we okay. know, I've been looking into Virginia Union, and I know the teams they play are, are no pushovers. I actually have to respectfully disagree. You think? I think the CIA is an extremely weak conference. Well, I, considering Virginia Union hasn't won a title in twenty some years, I figured they, that's some tough competition. They they were just a programming that was waiting to rebuild. They're, considered them almost a Lock Haven, and they actually you know finally rebuilded. So they're so you know how Lock Haven's rebuilding. They actually had a very good season. I mean, no, they they that, almost that, beat Kutztown. That Chris Collier, he had a season to remember, man. They they definitely got to hang on to him. He's having he's he's going to be a, a beast up there in that in those mounds in a couple of years. Watch out for Chris Collier, but um, 
I mean, the PSAC, first of all, that is extremely tough competition. I will say this year in and year out. I mean, when it comes to conferences, any 10, which is Assumption, New Haven, those two schools um, up there, I mean, PSAC, those are two extremely co tough conferences. And interesting to note, not one, not two, but three PSAC schools made it into an eight-team selection. Yep. Three. Cuts so down. that's just a little under half. That that speaks to how tough this conference really is. Yeah, Kutztown, East Strasburg, and Slippery Rock. And funny enough, two of the PSAC teams are playing against each other, East Strasburg and Slippery Rock, which is going to be an amazing game. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into our predictions later, so stay tuned. But yeah. I already hinted to one of mine. That's my most controversial one, and I'll explain why. Um, but, I mean... They're, they're just going to come ready to play. There's no doubt about it. I mean, let's just let's just look at some of these numbers. I mean, they, they put up 37 points per game. They only allow 11.64 points per game. I mean, it's unbelievable numbers. I mean, they only allowed their opponents to get 128 first downs, whereas they themselves 412 on the season. They threw nine interceptions. They f I, I'm, you might laugh at me for this, but it's going to make sense. Their defense is basically the air traffic control, simply because they force 18 interceptions on the season. Wow. 18 interceptions. So not only is their air defense really good, you they their, have the, their run defense their is run much better. Yeah, so what the big biggest takeaway I can give to our listeners right now is that this is going to be a game of defense. Pretty much. Kutztown has probably the best defense in the PSAC. Virginia Union coming in as one of the best defenses in their conference, the CIAA. So... If there was an under-over betting line for this game, it would probably be pretty low. Oh, yeah, it, it would definitely be low. I mean, so let's look at this. Jada Byers, I mean, first of all, he's having a season to remember. He's first in the conference, 13th nationally for running backs, only played nine games. Wow. Not, he didn't even play the entire season. 1,085 yards on this season so far. Curtis Allen backs him up, fifth in the conference, 659 yards on this season. He averages 59 yards per game. He, had, he saw 11 games of action. Jada Byers only saw nine. For whatever reason it may be, Christian Reed having the season to remember his completion percentage, 57%. Through five interceptions, 90 for 159. Throws for about 125 yards per game. Said Sabide. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm definitely trying my best. I do apologize. Uh, he... Averages a game uh, about 50 yards. It's 49.55. Let's be generous, James. Round that up to about 50. But, I mean, it's just, it, it's literally a whole list. I mean, a lot of their offense is going to come through the ground. I mean, their defense, just as good. I mean, tackle for loss, 90 on the season for 443 yards. 25 sacks for 135 yards, 18 interceptions. And on those interceptions, interceptions, they got 226 yards. And not to mention, too, I mean, it's the the numbers just simply get better and better. I mean, 616 tackles on the season. I mean, just it, it it's. I mean, it, the like I I don't know how much more I can actually justify how good their defense really is. I mean, I I feel like I I did a good enough job, but. I mean, I think it. I think it simply speaks speaks for itself. And right. I mean, first of all, as well, 
they're very disciplined. 25 penalties on the season. I mean, that's that's a pretty low number, I would say, right there. Whereas Kutztown, 11. So Kutztown's a lot more disciplined, and we know why. I mean, it's the coaching staff. I mean, they're the, the Kutztown is extremely disciplined. But I mean, it, it, you mentioned it, it's going to be a defensive battle, and I I wouldn't want it any other way because I I said earlier in the season. I mean. Kutztown, if they win a championship, it's going to be through their defense. And, I mean, it, it kind of proved why on Saturday, but our offense can step up at any point as well, and, and they pretty much showed why. I mean, it's... No, the, you're 100% right. Our defense is the reason we've won nine straight up to this point, but our offense is another big reason why. I mean, our defense is the reason we're doing so well, but our offense is not, like, being carried at, at all. They're, they're making some big... Um, plays. I just want to share another statistic with you. So you would think that their offense would stay on the field a long time. That's actually not the case. Time of T possession. Time of possession. So I just want to uh, rattle off that time. They average 32 minutes, whereas their opponents, they give up 27 minutes, 45 seconds. So it's pretty evenly spread. Now I want to flip over to Kutztown's numbers. They their offense is on the field 32 minutes and 38 seconds, whereas we allow our opponents 27 minutes on the field. So it, it, it's a little similar, but there is there is a slight change um, in the numbers. I mean, their their defense though. It I mean it's just it's they're unbelievable. I mean, but then again though, I mean I I mentioned why that they are so good, but I mean James. We're going to talk more about this game when we give our predictions, but it is going to be an unbelievable game for the ages. Yeah, the, a game of defense, a game of time of possession. What are each of these teams going to do with little time they have on offense because we know the defense is going to be playing so well? We'll talk, we'll, we'll predict uh, our game, we'll predict game predictions for this game, and then I think after our break, we should go into our region predictions for every game. Can I possibly change that to say we'll take a break and then come back and we'll predict the entire region for the first round all right let's do it man i, I appreciate it james it's it's coming down to the wire now man it's 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 november football it's it's cold that means one thing it's championship football it is championship football you're listening to the Bears beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. Okay, we're stay with us, James. I think my speech of that uh final. I mean, I I, I still can't believe it. The Golden Bears won it all. I mean, yeah. in the conference. I mean, it's unbelievable. You're listening to the Bears beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. Okay, we're Kutztown. I'm Josh too, and I'm James Munster, and Jack Heim, our play-by-play broadcaster for the football broadcast, is joining us here for our predictions of Super Region One. Just a quick update, KWAR, I mean, J Jack, does it go without saying we're going to 100% be covering cover, covering the football game? Why wouldn't we be? I mean, we, we, we traveled two hours to Lockhaven and all these other places. Why would we not be covering pretty much the, the game of the year, like, this weekend? Uh, of course we're covering it, but now here's the more interesting part. We're not exactly sure what time it's starting. We're, we're, we're not exactly sure. I uh, We kind of know, but we kind of don't. So, 
I, the, I thought it was 1 p.m. Is that so, not the case? So, no. So the KU Bears website, the R Athletics page, says 12 o'clock. The NCAA website says 1 o'clock. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot of... Uh, I, I don't even know. Jack knows better than me. He's going to definitely keep us in the loop. I appreciate him for that. Um, so your your best bet, just check our social medias. We're, we're not 100% sure. Um, but we're going to figure it out, just like we do everything else. But, James, it's time to get into our predictions. And would it be going without saying we're going to look at our first one? Kutztown, Virginia Union. I got Kutztown winning this one. I think Kutztown dominates Virginia. Oh, Union. that's I. So I, so okay, okay. Let's hear it. Um, they're probably the hottest, one of the hottest teams in the country. They're on a nine-game winning streak, coming off one of the biggest wins this past week against Slippery Rock. Them, all the momentum, all the hype is around them. Where there's going to be a packed house in Andre Reed Stadium behind their backs, where Virginia Union has to take a nice little trip over to here. Not that's going to take a toll on them. I think it's going to be a battle of defenses, but the offense. With Jed Novak leading the way is going to be the reason they win. Jack, that's it, you. You, you criticize me for my boldest statement. I'm going to get to that. That's a, w- that's a bold statement. I uh, I won't say Kutztown will dominate Virginia Union, but I do have the Golden Bears taking this one. I'm going to go KU 17-13 in a defensive okay. slugfest. Um, you know which which team's strength uh, will be able to you know be shown in this one. Kutztown's going to have to control the line of scrimmage. Both these teams physical up front on both sides of the football. Um, yeah, there's a reason Virginia Union is allowed just 37 rush yards per game. That's top in all of Division II. Uh, this is a stout team. Um, you know, when you get to this time of year and you get to playoff football, no game is an easy game. Uh, it's going to be a hard-fought battle at Andre Reed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the experience of Kutztown here, uh, especially on the, on the defensive side of the ball, to uh, you know reign supreme here and, and give the Golden Bears the win to move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament in Super Region One. Good, good prediction, James. Do we have a Do you have a score prediction? Uh, yeah, I have to agree that it's going to be more of a defensive battle now. That now that Jack made that point, I'll go mm, twenty fourteen Kutztown. Twenty fourteen. I'm going to say fourteen ten final. Wow, for that game, fourteen ten. I don't think it goes higher than that. Um, okay, so Kutztown over Virginia Union, round one next game. Your Mountain East champs, Charleston, taking on the any 10 champs, New Haven. This is my first controversial pick. I'm going to go with the underdog here, New Haven. I think New Haven plays an extremely tough schedule that prepares them for a type of situation like this. So that is, I think, Charleston, the Mountain East Conference, doesn't prepare them for the type of situation that they're going to see. Um, so I'm going to have to go New Haven here, boys. What do we think? Yeah, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know too much about these programs, but all I know is you got. there's always going to be some upsets when, when it comes to a tournament. You see it every year, whether it's college basketball, college football, when there's a playoff setting and there's there's going to be upsets. New Haven is my upset for this region. Um, I know they played Assumption, who actually defeated Kutztown earlier this year, and New Haven handled them. So just coming off that game alone, I know New Haven's got to be a good program. Give me the upset against Charleston. Do we have a, a scoring update real quick, James? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say 27-23, New Haven. 27-23. Okay, I'm going to go 28-14 final. 
Yeah, I'm 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 on the opposite page of what you fellas are okay. seeing here. Give me Charleston. I think Charleston's going to win this game convincingly. Um, you know, New Haven credit to them for getting through the NE10, their fifth NE10 title in their program's history. Uh, congratulations to them for a great season this far and getting here to this point. Uh, but Charleston is is a revitalized group. This is a team that's put over f- up 50 points five times this season. They're top 10 in the country in scoring offense, 44 and a half points per game. New Haven is top 10 in the country in defense. They are in the they're seventh in the country in points per game allowed defensively. It's strength on strength. It's a high powered offense uh, versus a lockdown defense. Again, a similar matchup like we saw here this past weekend between Slippery Rock and Kutztown. Uh, but I think with Charleston having the home field, not having to travel. And it's a big factor this time of year. Uh, and the Mountain East champs, I think, will move on with a convincing win. Uh, I'm going to go with Charleston to take it 37-13. to 13. Wow. That's a, that's, a, wow. That's, a, that's a big difference. I, I really didn't take into consider. Uh, before we get to our final game, uh, quick announcement from the KOR Notebook. Attention K community, want KOR at your event? No problem. Go to www.kusen.edu slash KOR. Find live events, remotes. Read the reminders and fill out the form. Our promotional director or any board member of KUR will reach out to you ASAP. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University of KUR Kutztown. Josh Two. James Munster. Jack Heim is also giving his predictions. Tiffin, the number one seed, will get a first round bye. I mean, yep. it goes without saying 11 0. I mean, they had. A season to remember. They are no doubt about it. Gonna have an easy time, but gentlemen, they have, have to play the winner of Slippery Rock in East Stroudsburg. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys give your predictions first. The Rock, East Stroudsburg, The Rock, your All runner-ups, right. East Stroudsburg with a respectable nine and two season. Yep. Who but are we going with? Two, both of these teams lost to Kutztown, so as a Kutztown fan, I'm not worried about either. But I will give the edge to Slippery Rock coming off an embarrassing loss to Kutztown. They're going to have a long week of practice, and they're, they're going to be so excited to redeem themselves on the field this Saturday. So, so who are you going with? I'm taking The Rock against East Stroudsburg convincingly. We'll say 42-13. to 14. 42-14, okay. Yeah, I'm on the same page with James in this one. I, I think Slippery Rock's going to be motivated. I think that loss against Kutztown and the way they did lose is a wake-up call going into the NCAA tournament. Uh, five straight years, Slippery Rock has made it to the national tournament. They've been one of the you know biggest mainstays in all Division II football. They're a PSAC powerhouse. Um, East Stroudsburg, this is their first time back to the national tournament in quite some time. Um, you know They've had a great season thus far, have the Warriors. I think the moment's just going to be a little bit too big for them against a team the caliber of Slippery Rock. I'm going to take the Rock uh, convincingly as well. I'm going to go 45 to 20 um, in favor of Slippery Rock. They're going to move on out of the second round to square off against the top seed in the Super Region 1, uh, the Tiffin Dragons. Uh, that should be a fun matchup between those two. Two of the best offenses in all of Division 2. It's going to be a shootout for that game. Um, and, and I think that's going to come to fruition on the second round. Yeah, I think that that's a good way to put it, Jack. I, ha- I think my score was like 42 to 14. I think. Slippery Rock goes up early. Maybe East Stroudsburg gets a couple garbage time touchdowns. So that's a good score right there, 45-20. So just looking at NCAA's website, your predictions are pretty much on point except – so you guys had Charleston. We both had New Haven. I had New Haven in an upset. You had New Haven in the upset. You had Charleston. So, Jack, you're pretty much on point except for – they have Virginia Union winning for some reason. I, I strongly disagree with that. Um, 
I mean, you have The Rock winning. He has The Rock winning. Um, so what's your prediction, Josh? Th- the funniest part is none of my predictions align with his. Jimmy Turgliger is the man up at East Stroudsburg. He is turning that program into a dynasty slowly but surely, and he has given Kutztown a struggle every single year. Yeah, it was a tight it was, race battle. It was, it was, it was, it was a struggle for Kutztown that they pulled that one out. I think that The Rock finally got their wake-up call, and I, I think that just they cannot rebound from a loss that quickly. I'm gonna go with another Cinderella story. I'm going. I'm going with East Stroudsburg. I know it's very controversial. Everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm going with East Stroudsburg. I'm going with them in an upset. That would be an upset I'm, for the I'm, ages. I'm going 38-31. Actually, 38-31. I don't think it goes any higher than that. I think both defenses shined. I think that. I I just certainly think that um, Slipper Rock cannot recover from a a game that quickly, like that type of caliber. And I, I, I certainly, certainly think that Braden Long is going to struggle once again. Um, I don't know if he's going to have a game like he ever did once again, specifically this season. Um, but I, 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 give me East Stroudsburg, man. Give me East Stroudsburg, 38-31. I mean, wow. I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. You I have I, a feeling. And I... If if I'm wrong, I'm one of those people. I will be the first to admit I'm wrong. But I I just I don't know. I have a feeling for some reason. I have a feeling, and I mean not to mention too. I mean, you know, it's any give any given Saturday, boys. I mean, it's it's playoffs now. I mean, it's any given Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Kutztown just proved that. I I'm gonna hand it off to Jack to see if he has any responses to this crazy prediction by Josh too. Yeah, Josh, I think the one thing that's in your favor is this is a wide-open region, right? You look at Tiffin, they're a very good team. They're the one for a reason. They're 11-0. and But I think they're beatable. I, you know, and I, you know, you're seeing something different in this East Stroudsburg-Slippery East Rock matchup than we are. Um, but you know what? That's what makes it so great to, you know, to view sports. We, we view things through different lenses. Absolutely. We see things differently and why it leads to the predictions we have. Um, you think uh, you know the Warriors group is able to go out and get a, you know a big time road win against another PSSC West opponent uh, like they did this week? They had they had Cal U come to town. They got a win at home this time. They got to go out on the road. Um, but you know what? That would be a big time upset in this region. I think it would certainly shake things up. Um, Josh is going with the upset heavy heavy pick so far. I I definitely think that the main reason why they're going to come out with that win was because of that Cal U game. They looked. They, they definitely got tested early to see how strong of a team they actually are. That Cal U team, don't take them for granted, man. They're, they're a good program. And it, everyone out in that PSAC West, ex, there's a couple exceptions. Those are some tough schools out there, man. I mean, they're they're tough. I mean, And the tough thing for Cal U is I think if they win that game, they might have played their way into the field. I mean, that would have been a nice win over East Stroudsburg, uh, but they, oh, they yeah. get left out at the end of the year with that loss. Um, that's one that was certainly one of the more impactful games across the country this past weekend. Um, to you know, to see where things ended up because East Stroudsburg was one of the last teams in. I think with that win, it vaulted them up a couple spots in my estimation. Yeah, it. it I I definitely think that Cal U should have been somewhere in there. And I mean, we're going to talk about it re- real quickly. We'll mention it, um, James. I don't know if you know this, but they made a new rule as well that um, you can move some teams around in regions simply due to you know. So Shepherd's the prime example. Um, I mean, they got in. But they didn't get in the region that we're in. So yeah, it, I was looking at that. It, I was wondering it, about it, that. So yeah, so they made a new rule that you can put like a team that's not in that actual region into a different region. 
So that's the main reason why Shepard has to travel. What was it, Jack? Like five hours or something? Yeah, they're going down to Lenore Rhine. Yeah, five. Rhine. Yeah, five hours to uh, Lenore Rhine. I mean, wow. they're the number four seed. So, um, I mean, they have Shepard going home round one. I, I, I would as well. I mean, they, I, they, I, they struggled this year. But yeah, then I feel again, like they were a little overhyped this season. That, I'm that, not gonna that, lie. Then again, they were in a rebuild season. I mean, you just lost your your main quarterback in Tyson Bajan. You lost. A, a good amount of your defense, you lost your main running back in, uh, I, I can't remember, Ra- Ronnie Brown or something? Ronnie Brown, yeah. He was he was a force to be reckoned with. Um, he was, yeah, I mean, you, you graduated a, a lot of key players on both sides of the ball that, you know, helped you, helped carry you to these big championship years, and I uh, I have to agree with you there, James. I, I 100% think they're overhyped. I will... I'm on the same page as you, right there, my friend. And yeah. a two or lo- a two or three lost team. I I, I, I definitely think they should have got in, no doubt about it. But I definitely think they're going home round one. Yeah, maybe the, all the hype around Tyson Bajan in the NFL and how all the Shepard has been getting all this national like like uh, hype. I mean, maybe they just threw him in there for like some rates or something. But I mean, a two loss is it a two loss team, right? Yes, and. A, a terrible loss to Bloomsburg. I mean, oh my god, that was so. That was, and, and first, pers- and first of all, they played terrible on the road. Yeah. So personally, I don't think they should have belonged in, but that's my opinion. And that's another reason why I had East Stroudsburg over Slippery Rock. Um, it, it's because of an upset like that. It can happen at any given week. But just a heads up, uh, Jack will be on the air five to seven with heavy hitters talking about how his unfortunate Giants are lost to. America's team, the Cowboys. That's coming up at five to seven. But James, this was a great show, man. We have a lot to unpack next week, and I expect that we'll be talking all football for another hour. Yep, KUR broadcast at twelve or whatever the time the game. Whatever is. the time is, we're and not even sure. Bears beat. will be right back here Monday, four to five. We'll be recapping the Kutztown Virginia Union game, t- making our second round predictions of Division Two football. We'll come right back here.